But Jonathan Cochran wasn't there. (laughs) Where's Steve Wilford? I know I've told you this before, but my father was born in Lynn. I need to revert to my New England accent. My father was born in Lynn. (laughs) So we thank God for the spread of the gospel there. In March 1997, at the inaugural General Assembly of the Association of Reformed Baptist Churches of America, we learned that President Robert Godfrey of Westminster Seminary, California, offered to our new association the possibility of cooperation with Westminster Seminary in ministerial training. Though this was one of the long-range goals we hoped to accomplish in establishing ARBCA, we were all amazed at God's providence in giving us this opportunity so early in our life together. An ad hoc committee was appointed, and it met in Southern California at the end of April 1997. It developed a proposal to form the Institute of Reformed Baptist Studies, which was presented to and approved by the churches of Arbka, by the Westminster Seminary California faculty and board of trustees. In September 1997, I was asked to consider taking the position of associate professor and dean. After much prayer and consideration of the matter by the church I was serving, the church voted to send me to take this responsibility. And in July 1998, my family and I moved across the country to begin the work. Now, we're just about to complete our 15th year in Escondido. They've been wonderful years. I give thanks to the Lord for all he has done, and I express my gratitude to you for your prayerful support of our work. The program has grown slowly, and we are now at the point where there is a great deal of interest. We have graduates who are usefully serving the Lord in many places. We have a rapidly increasing student body. We have international churches deeply involved in our work, both in terms of instruction and internships and even financial support from overseas. We have a new continuing education program, which will be very useful in our churches. In addition, we have other endeavors that may be of interest to you. And so I have a very full report to give to you this morning. Recently, I was speaking with a man in one of our Arabica churches, a very sharp, successful businessman. But he said something to me that really opened my eyes. As a man in the pew, he told me that he didn't fully comprehend what we're all about. According to him, the concept of an association like Arabica was difficult to grasp. And the idea of IRBS was even more distant. He wasn't really sure what it was all about and why his church should be concerned about it. And that was stunning. And it told me that I and we need to do a far better job of communicating what we are doing. So I put together this presentation with that in mind. I hope that it will give you a better grasp of the full range of what we do. And I hope that you'll be able to articulate this in your churches. The Lord has done really wonderful things. And everyone needs to know about this and give thanks to God for what he has done and what he is doing. Now, this is the first time in 16 years of General Assemblies 
that we've had a report like this at the GA. Usually I have a couple of minutes during the business meeting. I asked last year if uh, in, in this year's GA I would have the uh, privilege of taking an hour, and I wish to express my thanks for this opportunity to the GA Planning Committee and the Administrative Council. And I hope that this report will be a great encouragement to you. Now, to begin, what I want to do is show you a brief video. It's 11 minutes long. My initial plan was to do the entire presentation by PowerPoint, but when one of the men in our church heard of this about three weeks ago, he offered to turn the PowerPoint into a video. Well, at that point, we thought maybe the whole thing could become a video, but sadly, we ran out of time. And so he's put together an 11-minute recording using some of the material that had been prepared for the PowerPoint presentation. Uh, by the way, this I was supposed to advance the slide. This is a picture from the 1997 General Assembly in Mesa, Arizona, where we first constituted. Uh, I'm signing the document, which I think is in the Carlisle office. And uh, you can see Larry Vinson and Steve Martin and, and others that are behind me. Uh, many of you who were there will remember that moment. Well, after the video, I have a lot more to say, and I'll come back to the PowerPoint to speak of several other matters. So let's hope that this works. Here we go. Jesus Hello, my name is John Fesco. I'm the Academic Dean at Westminster Seminary, California. And on behalf of President Robert Godfrey and our faculty here, let me issue you uh, warm greetings and a thank you to you as uh, the body of uh, the General Assembly of ARBCA. We are grateful for your continued labors along with us in the cause of the Gospel of Christ uh, through uh, the Institute of Reformed Baptist Studies that is here on campus and that has been here for 15 years. We're grateful for this mutually edifying relationship because we believe that the IRBS, uh, along with your students as well as uh, its principal, Jim Renahan, have done a tremendous uh, labor here on campus. I think it's good because it allows us, and that though we may disagree on a few small things, uh, we nevertheless can labor together in a responsible, ecumenical, reformed fashion. And that whether you as Reformed Baptists or us as uh, Reformed Presbyterians, uh, we can labor together for the cause of Christ. And so we are grateful that you've not only been here for the last 15 years, but we hope that you will be here for many more years to come uh, because there is so much that we agree upon. All you have to do is look at the, the Westminster Confession of Faith, the Second London Confession of 1689, to see how much we do agree upon. And so with that shared agreement, there is much work that we can do together uh, for the cause of the gospel of Christ. And so, with that being said, thank you, and uh, I hope that your assembly goes well. And not only that it goes well, but all of the decisions that you make would be glorifying to God and honoring to Him, and it would promote the gospel of Christ all the more. My name is Gallen Bredesen. This is my wife, Kim, and we're from Bakersfield, California. I'm a third-year student in the Master of Divinity program at Westminster. I'm Greg Enright, and I'm a third-year student here at Westminster Seminary and a member of the IRBS program. My name is Chad Tyler, and it's my wife, Jamie. I'm in my third year. My name is Dabney, my wife, Lauren. My daughter, Isabella. My son is Caleb and Isaiah. My name is Matthew Vincent. This is my wife, Ruth. And our children, this is Constance and Joshua. I'm a first-year student here at IRBS. My name is Nathan White. This is my wife, Courtney, my daughter, Hannah, and my youngest son, Riley. 
My name is David Phillips. I'm a first-year student at Westminster Seminary in California, as well as the IRBS. I'm from Santa Barbara, California, and I am doing a two-year Master's in Theological Studies program, as well as the IRBS class. Hi, my name is Daniel Svensson. I live here in Escondido with my wife, Michelle. We moved here in 2011 uh, to start studying here at Westminster Seminary, California, and at IRBS. I'm currently in my second year of study. My name is Brian Onstead from Omaha, Nebraska. This is my first year. My name is Kevin Ng. Um, I'm currently uh, second year at Westminster in the IOBS program. I'm engaged and going to be married uh, to my fiancée Alice this coming August. Salam alaikum, min Escondido, California. This is Bob Stevens. Wa abrusu fi aluar arabiat fi Madinat Koliat. My name is Bob Stevens. I'm from Santa Clarita, California, and I'm in my second year studying at Westminster Seminary and part of the IRBS program. My name is Brett Shaw. This is my wife, Shelly. Uh, we're from Ranch Cucamonga, California, which is not too far from the seminary here. Uh, I'm a first-year student in the MDF. Uh, my name is Pierre-Luc, and this is my wife, Shana, and our little daughter, Lily. Um, I'm from Canada. Shana's from Maine. And Lily, well, she's a hybrid. Uh, IRBS students add an extra dimension uh, of uh, reformed ecumenism, if you will, where it allows us uh, to labor together, to learn together, but at the same time to serve in our slightly different ecclesiastical contexts. Um, it's been great to see not only the level of scholarship that is here amongst the, the professors, but also the pastoral care. It's helping me to formulate, think through a cogent and clear intelligent and biblical response to the baptism issue and to church polity. To build a great fellowship there in the class, we, we had such a, a great time. These men in this class are, are just excellent students. And the professional education that we receive um, through, through courses like the Baptist Distinctives and the Baptist Symbolics courses uh, have built a really strong foundation, I think, delivering to us um, very solid, uh, rigorous Baptist um, scholastic environment, uh, intentional about the Reformed tradition, intentional about uh, being passionate about uh, God's word and his gospel being proclaimed uh, unashamedly, uh, a reverence for worship, a high view of the ordinances. Teaching of the faculty of Westminster to be uh, instructed in the languages here and to uh, also have uh, teaching uh, that is in line with uh, 1689 that instructs us in, our, in the distinctives of our, of our Baptist heritage. Uh, to receive a theological education based upon our great confession, the London Baptist Confession of Faith, uh, but also the pastoral mentorship that we are receiving, the closeness of the community, is so important, I believe. One of the things that I really appreciate about IRBS and about our prayer in general, as well as our uh, our own Christian Home Baptist here, is is the intimacy that comes with such a small program uh, and with such wise men. Um, I really get to relate with Dr. Renahan as not only a student and a professor, but also as a member of a church and an elder, and as a uh, brother in Christ.
So I hope that as you go about your labors, as you go about your decisions, uh, that you as messengers would carry them out to the glory of God and in do so knowing that uh, you have friends and allies here at Westminster Seminary, California. Hello, my name is Joe Lederhood and I'm the Chancellor of the Eastern Ukrainian Theological Seminary. On behalf of that seminary student body and its president, President Sergei Karpenko, I want to bring the greetings to all of you who are gathered just now in your Baptist assembly and do pray with you that it will be blessed by God. But I especially want to thank you today for your allowing Professor James Renahan of the Institute for Reformed Baptist Studies at Westminster Seminary to be with us at our seminary on a regular basis. He speaks for our Power of the Pulpit conferences on a regular basis. We're sorry he can't be here next May or this May because uh, of his study leave. But nonetheless, usually he's there and he brings something very special to it. From time to time, he also will actually conduct classes at our seminary. And he brings that very specific perspective that he has as a man who knows church history so very well. We appreciate the way he presents his material. Whenever he steps to the podium, we know that we're going to get something that will be well delivered and extremely competent. Our seminary is really the only reformed seminary of that size that reflects a reformed perspective. And we want you to know that Professor Renahan has been instrumental in helping our student body and all of us understand that perspective well. Thank you very much. As a confessionally reformed Baptist who is seeking to minister the word of God in the local church, I can think of no better place to be than IRBS. Of the last year, I want to make some comments about the video. First, I hope that along with me you're thankful for the kind words of Dr. Fesco. Uh, Dr. Godfrey is away on study leave and he was not available for us to film. And so Dr. Fesco stood in for him. But like Dr. Godfrey, Dr. Fesco is a good friend of Reformed Baptists and of IRBS. You could tell by his comments. And I really appreciate what he had to say. Secondly, uh, I was asked to include in this, uh, this presentation uh, some information about all of our students. And we weren't able to uh, make connections with all of them. Uh, so there are several that you, you haven't seen. There are more students than what was present in the video. Thirdly, the video very quickly passed by some important things that need to be restated for you, and so I'll go get to them as we proceed. Now, the, the chairman told me that I was on a strict time schedule, and Mr. Chairman, I'll do my best to uh, keep to that. Now, here's some summary information about our first 15 years. We've had 61 men take at least one class for credit, and that includes our current students. We had our first graduating class in 2002, and since then we've had 19 graduates, and if you include the graduation that is to come in about five weeks, we'll make it 20. Now, by my count, we currently have serving in Arbka churches 11 men. The graduates who are here, would you stand up, please? Aaron Hoke, Stephen Lindblad. Jeff Oliver, Chuck Rennie, Keith Thompson, Rob Cosby, Chris Marley, Jason Walter, Jeff Massey, Micah Renahan, Sam Renahan, and in 
may, we expect, Gatlin Bredesen. You'll graduate, brother. <laughs> we currently have 14 men involved in the program. Two will graduate in May, but only one will graduate from IRBS. Chad Tyler um, is, a, is a Master of Arts student, and he hasn't been able to take all of our uh, courses. Uh, Gatlin, uh, as you'll hear soon, is my administrative assistant at this point, and he and I have been working closely together for a couple of months. Now, it's interesting, among our current students, we have four or five of them who wish to pursue missions. Uh, you heard one speaking in Arabic, uh, and he would like to go to the Middle East. We have another who also hopes that uh, when the time comes, he can go and serve in the Middle East. So, Ryan, you may have some uh, friends to go along with you. Uh, I'd love to get you to meet them. Uh, we have one young man that you saw in the video uh, who is converted out of Roman Catholicism, and his desire is to go to serve in a Roman Catholic country. And uh, he's, we have arranged for him to do an internship this summer with Matthew Brennan. Where's Matthew? There you are in the back, and we're looking forward to that. He's, uh, he's very willing to go anywhere, but he would really like to go to a country that is uh, full of Roman Catholics and speak to the people uh, tell them how he was set free by Christ. And uh, then you, you perhaps noticed our, our uh, uh, Asian student, Kevin Ng. He's from the Chinese Evangelical Church in San Diego. He uh, it was a pre-med student in his undergrad, and he wants to go on from Westminster to earn a, a, a physician's degree, medical school, and then go into church planting in a foreign country by the use of his medical degree, uh, which I hope to do. I'll be preaching in that church in a couple of weeks and have a really good relationship uh, with them. It's uh, I, when I go, I actually have to be translated into Cantonese and Mandarin because it's it's even though it's in San Diego, it's a, a Chinese church. Um, one of our students plans to attend Harvard Law after he completes uh, his Westminster degree in 2013. This coming summer. We'll have students who will be doing internships in Massachusetts, in Pennsylvania, in Washington, in California, and in Ireland. And I, I think you, you probably know that I say this every year, but summer internships are really important. And we try very hard to cultivate that for our students, to get them out into churches and have some, uh, some really significant uh, hands-on work. Uh, I suppose I should be looking at this, shouldn't I? Uh, not quite yet. I wrote this before I put all of that together. Um, well, maybe I will. I'll talk about our graduates. We had four graduates last year. Uh, Jeff Massey, uh, who is here and a pastor at Sovereign Grace Baptist Church in Ontario, California. That, you know, coming from New England, it, it was difficult to get used to that. You know, Ontario means Canada. Uh, my son, Micah, who's in Topsom, Maine. And it is Topsom, not Topsham. I heard that before. Uh, Sam Renahan, uh, who is at, is at Trinity Reformed Baptist Church. And then Josh Henson, who's a school teacher and who's seeking a place of service. Now, I have to give equal time to my sons. You saw Micah in the video. I figured I had to get Sam in there, too. But that's Sam's ordination uh, in La Mirada last fall. That was a great time. Uh, here we are, prospective students. We, we actually have right now prospective students from Arizona, California, Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, Missouri, Nebraska, British Columbia, Ireland, and Nepal. 
I met uh, the father of the young man from Nepal about a month ago. Um, uh, a, a fellow pastor took him, brought him down from Los Angeles to have lunch with me. And uh, there's a good possibility that his son will be coming to us within the next couple of years. Uh, we have, out of this group, we have eight new students who are registered and moving to the area in the next few months. Um, our, our first year class in September, I anticipate, will have ten students which we've never seen before. That's the largest incoming class we've ever had. Uh, likewise, I expect that my symbolics course which I'll teach in August, and I'll talk about that later, we'll have 12 students in it. I, I've never had this kind of uh, attendance in classes. It's really amazing. When you put all of these things together, 14 current students take away two who will be graduating. You come up with 10, with uh, 12, and then 10 new students. Uh, I'm anticipating that next year we'll have 22 students in our program, which is 50% more than we've ever had in the past. And uh, I have to tell you, the last year has been an amazing year. And even the last couple of months, as I've been in touch with the incoming students, talking to them, uh, getting to know a little bit about them, I've been amazed at what the Lord is doing. Now, I don't even know what's next. Oh, yeah, okay, the incoming students. Joseph Vanity, who is a, a pastor in a church up in Hemet, which is up in the mountains, uh, about an hour north of us. Uh, Michael Beatty, who's from Omaha, Nebraska. You, you saw his friend... Uh, Brian Onstead, they're from Omaha Bible Church in Omaha. Uh, talk to me afterwards about what's going on in that church. It's really, really amazing uh, what they're doing. Um, Justin Bond, who is from uh, Grace Covenant Church in Gilbert. Uh, David Clayton from Grand Rapids. Trevor Gingrich, uh, Traver Gingrich, I need to pronounce that correctly, from Peoria, Illinois. Dabney Olgeen, who's already with us from uh, uh, Christ Reformed Baptist of Milwaukee. And then Stephen Sprague from Kansas City, Missouri. And then Kenneth Trax, who's from, can you say it right? It's La Jolla. Yes, don't say La Jolla. <laughs> La Jolla. And uh, he, this, he's an interesting fellow. He came to my office about a week ago. Uh, he came in as a Master of Arts in Historical Theology student, which means uh, the IRBS program is, is really irrelevant. But in January, he felt a call to the ministry and wants to change his program. And so wants to join in with us and come with us. And uh, that's, that's really a wonderful encouragement along the way. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Now, you might wonder, how does our program work? Well, the men who participate are students enrolled at Westminster Seminary, California. In most cases, they are pursuing the Master of Divinity degree with hopes of entering the Christian ministry after graduation. The Master of Divinity degree is a three-year program, if it's done full-time, and it requires about 35 courses that are taught over the space of those years. Now, we offer five courses, Ministry of the Word and Worship, Distinctives of Reformed Baptist Theology, Doctrine of the Church, Baptist Symbolics, and Baptist History. And these courses are accepted by Westminster Seminary as transfer credit. We're two separate schools, so far as the U.S. government is concerned. And when the students complete all of the Westminster Seminary and IRBS requirement, they graduate with a fully accredited Master of Divinity degree from an excellent seminary and a Certificate of Reformed Baptist Studies from IRBS. They also get those silly hats that you saw the guys wearing at graduation. But I'll tell you what, all the students look forward to the day when they get their hats. My wife makes them for them. 
And we, we should we should have a one day at the GA we should have everybody bring their hats and wear them sometime. That'd be fun. I when when I present them to the students, you know, they're modeled after the hat that Calvin is often seen in in a picture, and I say when when you want to feel really reformed, go and put on your scholar's cap. <laughs> I teach all of the IRBS courses, uh though in the last two months we've had two guest lecturers who've made major contributions to our classes. Fred Malone came in October for a weekend, and he taught us for 12 hours. Now repeat. God's intention and plan before the foundation of the world has now been revealed in a way in the New Covenant. It was not revealed in the same way or in the same measure in the Old Testament. And that's, that's what I'm saying. We have to look upon the New Covenant it's not in any way just another administration of grace. It is the accomplishment of the grace that was preached and applied to the saints of the Old Testament. It's more than a covenant of promise. And it's more than even the, the, the sum total or accumulation of the promises of the covenants of promise. It is the appearance of God the Son in the flesh that's a sample of 12 hours of lecture. But we, we videotape them all so that we'll be able to use them in the future for our students. And it was great to have uh, Dr. Malone with us. Likewise, in uh, January, uh, Ron Baines came and uh, he, he taught the course this time. Uh, now, you heard Joel Niederhood in the video talk about a study leave, which didn't happen. Uh, Joel doesn't realize exactly what happened. But Ron came to give me some time off so that I could do a little bit more writing on uh, a project that has been assigned to me. And uh, if you're wondering, you see the DRS there? You remember when R.C. Sproul used to have behind his name DRS? Did you ever wonder what that meant? It means doctorandus. And that's, that's the title for someone who is a candidate for the degree of Ph.D. but hasn't yet graduated with it. So Ron has, has progressed to the, the point where he's a candidate for the degree. And soon he'll be finishing that off and he'll be Dr. Baines. But it was great to have Ron with us for those two weeks. And I really appreciate what he did while he was with us. Um, now, I want to talk about life at IRBS a little bit because I view my responsibilities to our students to go beyond the classroom. Of course, the most important area is as a church. And at present, we have students in four different local churches in the greater San Diego area. Our church, Christ Reformed Baptist, has seven of these men in membership. And we keep them very active. There's a whole lot of things that they get to do. They lead in worship. They teach in Sunday school. They preach in our church. We also have been helping to supply another small Southern California church that's without a pastor. One of our men has organized worship services in two senior homes. And these men lead these services, and they preach in them, and they spend time talking to the residents, both before and after the meeting. And uh, we've had some very hopeful conversations with some of the folks in these nursing homes inquiring about Christ as a result of the services. And of course, along with the other church members, our students have visited hundreds of homes near our building on several different occasions. They sometimes lead prayer meeting. They participate in our occasional Saturday morning men's meetings. And they've done a great job of befriending and spending time with the other young men and teenage boys in our church. 
Uh, Jason, I'm sure you agree with me. They've, they've made a big and positive impact on what our church is about. We're thankful for them. Now, you know, one of the realities of academia is that it can become dry if you let it. If you let it. And so, as the years have passed, I've decided that I, I need to be a little bit more active in trying to address this issue. So every Tuesday morning at 6.45, the men come and they meet at my house to begin the week of classes with some devotional reading and prayer. We almost never have classes on Monday. Right now, we're working through the Banner of Truth simplified version of John Owen's communion with God in three persons. And we found it a really wonderful way to enter our days of hard study. And all that we do is we read a paragraph at a time around a circle to each other and then talk about it. And then we pray for the person on our right as the week begins. And it's been just a great time. It's a reminder that we're loved by a majestic and glorious God and that everything that we do is for his honor. I also meet weekly with one of the men to read and pray. And he and I are going through J.C. Ryle's book, Holiness. And that's been a great blessing in our lives. Of course, during the year, we have fun times for the students at our house. And I'm really, really thankful to the Lord for these times. I'm thankful that we have a house that's useful and easily accessible to all of our students. I live just over the hill from the seminary campus, and we have guys there very frequently. Also, as part of student life, we're very thankful to the Foundation for the Advancement of Reformed Baptist Causes, FARBC, who have begun to sponsor for us semi-annual retreats for our men. Once in the fall semester and once in the spring semester, we've had a catered meal on Friday evening where everybody dresses up somewhat formally. And then on Saturday morning, we have a breakfast together. The first time it was at a restaurant, the second time it was at my house. There's a presentation in the evening and there's a devotional in the morning. And the stated goal of these retreats is to build relationships between the students and pastors so that these men develop, as, as these men develop and go into the ministry, They'll have established friendships which may serve to assist them in their work. And uh, we've had among the pastors who have participated Fred Pugh, Ron Baines, Steve Markadont, Jeff Massey, Bob Curley, John Yoder, Jason Walter, Larry Vincent, and Don Lindblad. And several times students have come to me and expressed to me their deep appreciation for these times. And, and they really have been very successful in the proper sense. In October... Uh, Pastor Massey, it was very appropriate, having just graduated, spoke on the topic faith and learning, the two tasks of the seminarian. And then in February, Don Lindblad came and spoke from seminary to the ministry, lessons learned over 40 years. You have to be an old guy to have 40 years of lessons. And uh, that was really a wonderful time. But a couple of pictures from the retreat. I haven't figured out how to do that thing where the pictures come in, you know, like the other guys had but uh, pictures of, of the retreats. And they have been really important and really wonderful for us. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Pastor Chiba, and I am a pastor at Kisenema Bible Baptist Church. And uh, this is my wife. Uh, 
、えー、改革パプテストのグループを代表して私たちのところに来てくださったことを本当に感謝を送ります。We thank you for sending Dr. Ranahan to us and representing Reformed Baptist congregations in, in, in America. はい、えー。特にあの私たちの感謝の気持ちはあのアメリカのその改革パプテストのグループの大きな祈りまたあの昨年ですね130万余りの、えー、教会の人たちの義援金を私たちに送ってくださったことを本当に感謝しております specifically we thank you for your prayer continuing prayer and for donation that you have given to us last yearはい。It was only a month or maybe six weeks after the devastating earthquake in northern Japan. And the Sentinel Baptist Church uh, uh, proposed and it was accepted and then developed an emergency relief fund to go to the churches in Japan. Last year I had the opportunity to go with Nobutaka and Leiko Okayama from the Sentinel Church, old, old friends of mine, to Japan in order to see the damage of the, the, the tsunami. To、um, receive the thanks of Pastor Chiba, who was the man who received the money in his church. And、uh, I should have told you that before I showed you the video. Now, this is just the beginning of an eight minute、uh, video that, that we did in which Pastor Chiba expresses his thanks to you as an association of churches. And it was, it was great to be there and to see what happened. In, in the video that I showed earlier, you saw some of the damage from the tsunami. I think for the sake of time, I'm going to skip over the, the next slide.、Um, it's,、uh, I, I stood in a place and I did a 360 all the way around, and、uh, it's, it's incredible the damage. But the money that we sent,、uh, Pastor Chiba took me to see temporary housing that was provided for people. He took me to another, he, he serves two small congregations in Japan. He took me up north of his church to one,、uh, if you can imagine, a little building. And at the roof line was where the water came to. The thing's been totally restored because of the money that was given. And、uh, he's doing a marvelous job of reaching out. But just for the sake of time, I, I have to move on. But、uh, it, was, it was a great blessing for me to receive thanks on your behalf. And、uh, we did post the video sometime last year. I hope some of you took the time to watch it and perhaps show it to your churches.、Uh, but that was part of what we did. Alongside of that,、uh, Pastor Chiba arranged for us to go to Sendai. You may know that name, a major city that was,、uh, the airport was damaged by the tsunami. And we had a seminar on、uh, confessions, the importance of confessions.、Uh, it was a very small group, but Christianity in, in Japan is very weak.、Uh, we drove through one city of, oh, I would say at least 100,000, maybe 150,000 people. And I asked Nobu the question, how many Christian churches are in this city? And he said, there aren't any. There aren't any. Then we went down to Tokyo, to Tokyo Bible Church. You heard them singing. 
Pastor uh, Suzuki, I know that this thing has a pointer. I'm not sure how it works. These newfangled devices. Pastor Suzuki is the guy in the middle on the left. He's a retired uh, pastor of Tokyo Bible Church. He speaks English fluently, and he's the man who has translated our confession into Japanese. Uh, it was really wonderful to meet him, and he wanted to assure me that uh, they were a Reformed Baptist church who were, were one with us in what we did. And I had the privilege of, of leading a seminar uh, at that church uh, on the Saturday, and there were about 80 people from the greater Tokyo area that they brought to that seminar. Uh, then uh, this, I wish I had kept this, or I wish I had asked for this. Out on the street corner by the church when I preached on Sunday, this was the sign. Now, apparently, my name is there. And that's my text, Psalm 15, and my title, Who is this man? And I really wish I had asked for it. Of course, it's no use to them after I'm gone, and I wish that I had it. But at least I have a picture of it. Uh, that, was, that was really a wonderful visit. Um, I could say a lot. New Zealand is a beautiful country in the South Pacific with a population of just under four and a half million people. The New Zealand Tourism Board has built a global marketing campaign around the catchphrase 100% Pure New Zealand, which builds on the stunning natural beauty and diversity of this small and youthful nation. However, while 100% Pure might describe the clear glacier-fed streams and rivers, the panoramic alpine vistas and clean green rolling hills which have been popularized as the location of Hobbiton in Middle Earth, the real condition of this country is far from pure. It is not the Garden of Eden that advertisers might like to portray, but it is a nation that has forsaken its creator and is secular to the core. I'm David Hughes, an elder at Grace Reformed Baptist Church, a small church planting work in Palmerston North in the Lower North Island of New Zealand. The church is a member of the Fellowship of Reformed Baptist Churches in New Zealand, which currently has a further eight member churches. Three of these churches are in Auckland, the largest city and home to about a third of New Zealand's population. Some of these churches are established and settled, others are going through periods of transition, and some are struggling but all have a vision for outreach and church planting. We're a small group of churches in a small nation with limited resources and far removed from training establishments which share our historical and theological heritage and convictions. One of our great needs is for men from within our churches to be trained and equipped to lead the churches, shepherd the people and proclaim the gospel. It is with this great need in mind that the elders in Palmerston North invited Dr. Renehan to teach his symbolics course during an intensive week of study in July 2007. Since that first school of theology, Dr. Renehan has returned to New Zealand another five times. The school of theology has been an enormous help and encouragement to us in New Zealand and also to others who have joined us from Reformed Baptist Churches in Australia and Fiji. This year we're looking forward to Dr. Raymond Perron from Quebec, Canada, teaching on the doctrine of God. In addition to this week of intensive instruction, some of our own pastors take part in what we call a roving classroom, which meets on four weekends each year, hosted by churches in different parts of the country 
with the aim of providing instruction on aspects of the four traditional theological categories, exegetical, systematic, historical and practical theology. We are very grateful to ARPCA and the IRBS for the help we have received over the past years and we are excited about the proposed continuing education programme. We hope that we will be able to benefit from that resource and integrate it into a training scheme that incorporates the quarterly roving classrooms and our annual school of theology. New Zealand is an international community of immigrants from diverse nations. They desperately need to hear the gospel. Our churches consequently need to have well-equipped men to lead the congregations by example and through instruction to fulfill the Great Commission, to reach out and make disciples in this nation, baptizing them and teaching them the whole counsel of God. Thank you for your partnership with us and for your prayerful support. And may the love of God the Father and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. This past year I've also been in Australia. SCTC is Sunshine Coast Theological College. This is Gympie Baptist Church, where I was able to preach. My warmest greetings to all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is Wei En Yi. And I am the pastor of Shalom Church, a Reformed Baptist Church in Singapore. My family name is Wei, W-E-I. Historically, Chinese with the family name Wei are bad notorious people. My given name is En Yi. E-N, En, means grace. And Y-I, E means righteous. So my whole name uh, would mean, although I am a bad person by nature, yet by the grace of God, I have been declared righteous. That's the gospel, isn't it? And for the last 30 years, Shalom Church, which upholds the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith, we have sought to preach this gospel on this little island. Most of the Reformed Baptist pastors in Singapore and in neighboring Malaysia, we do not have the privilege of receiving formal theological education. So we will do what is often called on-the-job training. In addition, although we hold to the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith, we do not have very detailed and deep understanding of our confession. We normally have to consult the systematic theologies written by pedo-baptists, and we will try to see if we can port it over to our understanding of our own confession. The plans that we had for years will be Dr. Samuel Wardron's exposition. This is why the work of the Institute of Reformed Baptist Studies is so important. We had the blessings of having Dr. Jim Renihan to be with us two years ago to teach us on the course name symbolics. It has helped us to understand the confession in a much deeper way and we have appreciated the beauty of the connection of all the chapters. I don't believe that the help that we have received from IRBS stops there. I'm sure we can receive further help, further blessing from IRBS and the teaching of Dr. Jim. 
Please continue the good work at IRPS. Please allow us to benefit from the good work and the ministry of Dr. Jim and also IRBS. Please tell us what we can do uh, to help this good work to continue so that IRBS can continue to serve Reform Baptist worldwide. The Apostle Paul talks about the gospel fellowship that he had with the Philippian Christians in terms of giving and receiving, both spiritual and physical. May our fellowship in the coming days be such that there will be giving and receiving, both in spiritual and physical matters, so that God will be glorified and so that the Church of Jesus Christ may be edified. May God add His blessings upon you and upon all of you who gather in this general assembly. Thank you. Our brother is very serious about what he says. Last year, his church made a, a major contribution to the work of IRBS. Some of you know that. Um, uh, I have to move along quickly. Uh, we were in Zambia last year as well with, with Ron teaching at uh, Belt Ministerial College. And I want to spend some time talking about the continuing education program, uh, which uh, we've, been ta- we've been announcing for a couple of years, but we're right at the brink of establishing Uh, These are studies intended to help pastors and potential church leaders being taught by skilled men. Uh, The Institute of Reformed Baptist Studies Continuing Education Program is for pastors or men being mentored by pastors. We've developed a curriculum that will deepen your understanding of Scripture and your usefulness in the church. Um, Gatlin Bredesen, Gatlin, please come on up, is my administrative assistant. He'll talk about this a little more. This is something that we hope will be of great use To all of you who are pastors and to men in your churches that you identify, we hope that you will cultivate these men, that you will encourage them to look into and participate in this program so that we can help you along the way in uh, in, uh, strengthening your churches. Gatlin um, is going to graduate. uh, Yeah, come on up. Keep coming. Keep coming. He will graduate, God willing, in May. Uh, He has done an enormous amount of work in putting this together. And uh, I've asked him to, to talk for a few minutes about what's, what's happening. Well, good uh, afternoon at this point, I suppose. Um, my name is Gatlin Bredesen, as you've seen in the video, and I represent the reasonable Thai wing of IRBS. Um, okay, that, that was great. Thank you very much. You're good. Um, and so my task is the implementation of the, uh, the Continuing edu- Education Program, or the CEP. Um, so that means that I'm the one who's going to be making changes to the website, who's going to be recording the lectures, uh, and basically putting the classes together into a coherent whole to be delivered uh, to the students. And so basically in the CEP, we want to focus on uh, further equipping and further edifying and educating uh, our pastors and those mentored by pastors with the knowledge that has been you know, passed down from our forefathers, uh, that knowledge that is, that is so dear to us, that has been um, you know, useful and edifying to the church throughout all ages of its life. Um, but we live in a digital age. You know, we, we all know this. And we know that technology can be both a, you know, a great blessing, but at the same time, you know, kind of a great curse. Um, we know that 
you know, on the, on the blessing side of this, we can use this technology, if, if well used, we, we can use the technology to, to teach people and bring these top-notch classes to people all over the world. You know, and this is something you, know, you, you couldn't have done before the advent of the Internet. And so we have this, this opportunity to serve Christ's church like none of our forefathers have ever been able to do. You know, like, I mean, we were just seeing on these videos, these people, I mean, pleading to keep, you know, this, this knowledge alive and, and going uh, for them. But on the other hand, to use the technology well, the technology has to be usable. You know, it has to be simple. It has to be simple enough for pretty much anyone to use. And so our goal in building these courses is to deliver the, deliver the best content that we can while at the same time using a, a simple enough means that it's easy to use. So if you're familiar with, with Facebook, for instance, using or, or going through one of our classes would be even easier than that, than, than going through Facebook. There's, there's even less clutter, less things to confuse. Um, and I'm building the courses basically so that you can click on a lessons tab and then you'll see an outline of the entire course. And all you got to do is click on one of the sections and you can see you'll be able to view the lectures for that for that entire um, section and then just rinse and repeat, you know, go through the go through the the course outline. And so if you were to go to the to the website and you weren't even logged in, you know, say you had a name, uh, a username, but you weren't even logged in. It would take you only three clicks to log in, to go to a class and then to get to a lecture video. So pretty simple, very, very simple. So you watch these lectures um, proceeding through the course outline at your own pace. And it's all delivered via streaming video. So if you have to just quit, even in the middle of a, of a lecture, you could always just you know, go back to that, that lesson. Remember, three clicks. And then you could just click right back to the point in the video where you left off. You know, piece of cake. And it's like watching a YouTube video, basically. Um, so, you know, if you're slammed during the day, you know, you have the availability and the flexibility to, you know, learn some biblical theology in the evening. You can, you know, turn on one of these lectures and, and learn some history while you're eating lunch or, you know, learn some some systematic theology while you sip your coffee in the morning. You know, it's, it's all available to you at any time. And so just for the sake of time, I'll, I'll uh, jump down here a little bit. I mean, it's all very simple. We're making it very simple. We're making it very transparent. And the best part is, is that you'll be learning these invaluable things from the experts, um, you'll be you'll be drawing and improving your ministerial capabilities, um, drawing upon the wisdom of those who have poured hours and hours of their lives into cultivating the truth of God. And so, you know, just just what if somebody in your congregation comes to you and, and asks you, you know, what is this? What's this whole deal about, you know, the the first resurrection and the the second death in in Revelation 20? What, Dr. Uh, Sam Waldron, help you out with that? You know, what if somebody like a, a Mormon or an atheist comes to one of your Bible studies and is, and is heckling you in front of your people? Let Dr. James White you know, teach you in, in a course on polemics how to deal with, with atheism and Mormonism. And what if, you know, God forbid, uh, you know, a Reformed Presbyterian comes and calls you an unreformed Anabaptist? Let Dr. Renahan edify you in the truth. <laughs> See, we're going for simplicity. And, you know, we're offering these classes by the experts because we want to build up our men of God 
Uh, we want them to be further equipped for every good work. We want them to be further able to give an answer for the hope that's within them. And so this whole thing is being done for you guys. And it's being done for the people of God and to the honor of the Lord. And so it's being done so that that sure and that comforting truth of the scriptures would find itself in your mouths, but also in the mouths of those humble Christian people you serve every day. And so we pray that this program will be a blessing to you, that it will be edifying to the people of God, and that we would be able to serve you by it, and that we would be able to glorify the Lord as we await his return. Thank you. Thank you. We had ordered brochures that were supposed to have been delivered yesterday, and they haven't come yet. Uh, And I'm hoping that they'll be delivered today, and we'll have them available for you. And on the brochure is the website. But if you want to write it down, it's IRBSCEP, IRBSCEP, dot edu20, dot org, IRBSCEP, dot edu20, dot org. Now, please understand the website is still, there's still a lot of building and, and information that needs to be put on there. But that's where you can go. So we hope that you will use this, that it will benefit you men, and we hope that it will benefit many of the people in your congregations as well. And uh, please come and talk to us, and we'll give you any information that we can. Looks like the chairman wants me to stop. Will you spread the word, pastors? Will you speak to men in your church who might be helped by this and put them in contact with us? Because we want to help them. I have a couple of things to say in the last minute. Um, Because of Westminster Seminary, a change in curriculum, we've moved our January class to August of this year, and I'll be teaching my symbolics class on campus in August. Uh, We've had many of you come in the past. We would invite you to come this week uh, in August. Uh, It's actually two weeks. You may audit the course for $50. If you're a CEP student, you may enroll for $200. Um, Limited free housing available on a first-come, first-served basis. The first bed is already gone. If you're interested, you need to come see me, but we can put you up in a couple of different places, and we'd be glad to do that and reduce your costs. Um, along with Rich Barcelos, we've been working on the Journal of the Institute of Reformed Baptist Studies. We hope to have the first issue out uh, next year, and it will include articles by Ron Baines, Richard Barcelos, James Dolezal, Stephen Lindblad, and some other guy. Uh, and then we also will have a section of book reviews. And then finally... Um, We are, God willing, planning a Reformation tour of Germany, France, and Switzerland next year from June 9th to June 20th. Uh, Nancy Allen is back there at the booth, and she has brochures and information. This will be a great time. It's going to be limited to 50 people. Uh, We can only take one bus of 50 people. But we hope that if you're interested, uh, you'll come. Or pastors, I'd ask you to take some brochures back to people in your churches Uh, so that we can get the word out. And we can give you more information about that if you have any questions. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.